Good afternoon, good night, good evening, good morning, whatever time it is li you're listening to this, I welcome you. It is Michael Hofeld, the Fish Cake King, the Schmuck, whatever you want to call me. We're back with another podcast. Uh, today we're going to cover the NBA bubble and the NBA restart. And we're going to look mainly at the betting prospects and weird shit we think can happen. Uh, I'm, I'm back with my buddy Jake, uh, versatile, whatever you want to call him, Jake Brown. And we, we go in depth with what we think are some of the best bets for championship. And uh, we've, we've got some unique stuff about how we want to group some stuff and individual award bets. And also just the absolute madness that we think could ensue in the bubble. Uh, putting all these guys together in Orlando for months and months and months. Like having women parachute in, um, learning to skydive and pulling like a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible Batman, um, you know, jumping right in, landing on the balcony. We don't know. Some crazy shit's going to happen. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this. Oh, and by the way, I put out a book called Don't Be a Schmuck. It's a, a advice book for people trying to start a business. If you want to read it, uh, it's available on Amazon, or if you're a listener of mine, just DM me. I can send you uh, the PDF of it, because I just want to get the information out there and help as many people as I can. And if you're not interested, cool. Tell me to go fuck myself. That's what this is all about. So listen up. Here we go. It is me and Jake back together again. It's like a married couple uh, reuniting after years. Um, the pandemic keeps us apart but we are still together in each other's heart uh we are here today and we are going to talk about basketball our favorite the nba jake are you excited that basketball is starting question mark everything except for that question mark is is what's containing a shitload of excitement but it's a big question mark so today i want to you know we i don't want to rehash what you can hear on any uh you know, we'll talk a little bit about what we think is going to happen. But I want to play with, like, you know, what the betting atmosphere is going to be like. Some random out there predictions. Not, you know, uh, you know, not the standard stuff. Of, well, I think that the Pacers without Ole Depot are going to drop down a few spots and look for an early exit. So, uh, you know, let, let, let's some, have some fun. Like, what, do, what is the craziest part of it so far for you about what's happened to this point? Well, honestly, I want to pat you on the back. The craziest part about all of this is that you called this exact situation. Ironically enough, you, you missed the city, but you described the exact layout needed and said that you thought Vegas would be the best for it. Um, this is obviously the other place that it could be done in America and then one in Canada. But uh, no, I, I think that was one of the craziest things for me was just talking with you, you know, six weeks ago about this shit and you saying, well... If they do bring back basketball, if they put everyone in this big complex and separate them in a couple of hotels by team and limit things, I don't even know if you use the word bubble. I'm not sure you can go check the tape, but it might have been. Yeah, uh, I'm just blocking him in, but that was the end of March. I mean, if I want to pat myself on the back. I, know, I want, you know, you, you say something else, but that was the most surprising thing to me um, was that, like, you know, as has happened before, you mentioned something pretty early and uh, it, it starts coming together. I really... I don't know, man. There's so much about this. I mean, you can, I don't even want to tangent into like Kyrie's phone call or anything else, but just like so many things that are happening, so many emotions, and then the very real possibility of, you know, two or three games and pulling back. 
Um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the crazy part about the bubble concept is, I mean, it's hindsight is obviously 2020, but I said Vegas and I thought it would be earlier. And probably the biggest mistake they made was not going earlier. Um, I mean, who again, hindsight 2020, uh, they were waiting for things to calm down. But if this had started 45 days ago in Las Vegas or uh, Orlando, I think obviously it would be better shape coronavirus wise. Um, but you know, that's that's again, gotta, hindsight gotta bubble tight with uh, with Disney World opening, right? Yeah, and and you know, the reason I said Vegas was was more so, and even of Orlando's, I thought they would be closed. I thought it was a perfect kind of, hey, here's a place that is not being used and can be used. The concept that Disney World is going to be open and that Vegas is open right now, <laughs> I think the NHL is doing Vegas. so Or they're doing two cities, Vegas and somewhere in Canada. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Like, I, I don't, it's so odd to, like, I saw, the, you know, the pictures of Embiid yesterday in the hazmat suit. Which I don't did he do that for effect or was he being yeah. serious? I mean, I don't want to downplay it. So I, no, I no, I mean the effect. reason I say it is because I saw a picture of him getting on the plane and he had the hazmat suit at his waist and no mask on. You, you follow yeah. what I'm saying? It's I'm like pretty, everything with him is is for clicks, so Yeah, 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 yeah. I I and and then the um the the idea of scrimmaging, that seemed nuts, right? Like, I, 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 yeah, I think they just got greedy. I don't know how you feel um, of, because the 22 teams is, is I'm pretty sure because they wanted local TV money. Is, is, is that your understanding? That's what makes the most sense. Seeing through all the bullshit and how much of this world right now isn't really about woke or unwoke or any other words you want to use. It's about money. Um, that seems to be be a big catalyst behind the amount of teams they brought in. Well, you know, and, and Damian Lillard was complaining that, you know, I'm not going to go if we don't have a chance to make the playoffs. And it's like, and I, you know, I get that part of the format, but, you know, they, they, they just, I think they, what they did was they tried to make too many people happy. And, and that was a mistake. And they probably at best should have done a play-in tournament for the for the last playoff spots and then let let it just go. And then the other thing you and I talked about is like I thought that they should have shortened the playoff series um especially the first round to make it best of 5. Um and and they're not to obviously they're just doing standard. I think it's a mistake. Um again, money, right? Isn't is that that has to be the reason. Sure. Um, not, and not to know that it makes that big of a difference cutting down the first round by three days, three or four days. I mean, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, if, if you're thinking you're getting through this whole thing and you're going seven game series three after that. Um, well, I think it's, a, it's about how many people are in one place for a period of time. Like I get the idea of days, but days times the number of people. Do you know what I mean? So it's like it really gets magnified on the problem. Like any. Any quicker you can get half of those teams out of there, I think the better chance you have at having things continue, right? I mean, I yeah. I mean, I do you, do you like the? Um, I mean, you like the concept of the three hotels, right? Is that what they're doing? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I kind of understand it, but like, 
that was part of what I didn't get. If you were well, partying in one of those hotels, Levity, which one would you pick? I have no idea because I didn't. I didn't look at those. Do you want me to read you? It's the. It's the yeah. play. It's the play-in hotel. The Spurs, the Trailblazers, the Pelicans, the Suns, the Kings. What's that? The Wizards. Yeah. The, uh, I, mean, I already know. I'm in the. I'm in the middle hotel with the Sixers. Or do you want to be with me? You got yet the Sixers, Rockets, Pacers, OKC, Nets, Dallas, Memphis, Orlando. The bottom. You got, yeah, I couldn't party with the both LA teams. I'd, it's yeah, I mean, if you give me a chance to be with uh, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid, I'm in, you know. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, but I, but see, those are my two teams, and I've met all these guys at least once. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't met them. You so need I to don't... meet Russell Westbrook, and you need to fake flip them off. We need to see that side by side. Oh, no, 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 I want him. I want him. I know. I want he's I want, he's I want, I want to... Porno. We love him. Yeah, I mean, I want, I want him a picture of him with my dog. That's you know that's one of my all time goals is like I want to get my dog to a Sixers game. Um, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta figure out how. I, oh, mean, I, mean, I, I can make it happen. Yeah, please. I'm. I'm. I'm whatever. Really, I, mean, I don't want to. You're, you're a. You're a big guy. We can. We can pull some strings and just say like it's a comfort thing. Oh, I can. I have the. You're self confident. Yeah, I have. I have the what you call it. I have the. Uh, the papers for him being like an emotional support animal. And I've seen I mean, dogs. I'm the guy the who ring. runs the building. I got my employee pass. We'll get you right into a Sixers game with a dog. Yeah. I mean, all I want is to, t- for, to take some pictures of him, like, you know, <laughs> at the game. And he, he won't have the jersey wow. on. For sure. Uh, we'll try to get him on, on the camera and get the players to play with him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I, mean, the thing I have a real good relationship with. Yeah. And well, hopefully then I, back in 2021 in some regard. I know all yeah. the concerts canceled. But uh, anyway, yeah, back to back to the uh, Magic Kingdom Yacht Club. So we're going to be in the Grand Floridian if we're partying it up. I guess you're going with James Harden and them. Oh, but I mean, you also, mm, yeah. I mean, that could be. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no doubt about it. There's nobody fun in the in the Grand. It's either the Yacht Club or the yeah, Grand like Floridian. The Yacht Club, the Yacht Club could be fun though, because you got a bunch of scrubs. You got oh, a yeah. shit, the entire Wizards active roster basically. Half of the other active rosters on three of those teams. Well, and, you got yeah, a bunch, yeah. and you got a bunch of foreign guys with the Spurs who can probably drink and have fun drinking games. I don't, I don't know. And you have Zion, who's like you put a Viking helmet on and like give him a you know a cask of beer, and it's like a you know it's it's it'd be a it'd be a show. But no, it's definitely the Grand Floridian. Grand Floridian for sure. <laughs> because you if you again you give me the Sixers, which are nuts. Wait, 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 wait. You're getting you're getting Harden and Westbrook in the same hotel as OKC. And yeah, you got that's CP3. another fun drama. Oh yeah, and then and then you have Ja in there. You have you have what you call it. You have Luca. Like let's talk about. Oh, that. and don't forget that that, that Katie and these hotels and, and Katie and Kyrie are they tra- aren't they traveling? I, I'm not sure. I mean, the idea is that you're not playing each other in the first round in your hotels because you got the five through eights in our hotel. Um, in theory, as of now. Yeah, I don't like. I said I don't know. So uh, I don't want to make this a Sixers thing, but you know, fucking Bill Simmons does it about the Celtics all the time because I think the Sixers are the probably the biggest mystery in this situation. Um, and the, I mean, the whole thing is shrouded in mystery. But the idea of the fact that how good they were at home versus how bad they were on the road and how that how that impacts them in this situation. I don't know. It's, it's the question of are they better because of the fans? Or worse, because of the is it is it a travel thing each time, or is it more of an effect of when the other fans get on them, they don't respond well. We've seen them in their own building not respond well to good fans as well, but they had been playing great and crabby I mean, top top probably all time for the team um, going into all this. 
it's so. it's a li- it's a little column A and a little column. I mean, I think it's overblown because I I think it's that they don't get up for games on the road because they don't they lost a lot of tight games to good teams on the road, and then the and they had some bad losses where they just. And I think that's always been. And the bubble will challenge a lot of people's idea of, of what's, a, what's a team that's bad at traveling because of the travel aspect or who doesn't get up for games. Right, exactly. And I don't think they're going to have any problem getting up for games. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, you, you know, because of that. Like, yeah. I, I just. I, mean, I think the Inquirer dropped today a Sixers, uh, you know, excited to, to get back and try to tie it into racism or, you know, Black Lives Matter shit. So I wonder if. Uh, if some of them come out a little fresher on that, I, I mean, I, I don't listen. I'm, you know, you and I both are supporters of, of Black Lives Matter and the social justice movement. I, I don't think they have a good plan for it. No, 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 no. I'm literally just saying that I, I believe they had three team members and Elton Brand out there for for the first couple of weeks of it all. Um, so they were pretty active. So with their, I do you know if any of them are putting some fucking saying on their jersey. I was pissed. I guess it's prearranged the sayings you can put on your jerseys. Yeah, it was it was the players' association that that that's some gave the, the suggestions. I, listen, I, I I don't. That's my point. Is like either don't really do it, or does, they're gonna do it. Let them pick what they want to say. But this is stupid. I mean, yeah, I, I get. Yeah, they should be able to pick whatever they want. I get they they it to some have extent, to be, but like, I, I guess the point is they don't want to have to like individually have fights about clearance. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it's like, you know, I've already said they can't put people's names. Like, you can't put you know. George Floyd or, or whatever, Eric Garner or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but you know, I think it's but more they want to... Just correct me if I'm wrong. You have to pick from a prearranged list. You can't submit something? It's correct. I, but it, the, the list was submitted by the Players Association. Oh, they should... That, that's, I mean, is Chris Paul still or is it Kyrie? That, that's a horrible decision. It, it was, it's Chris Paul. Should have totally let social media have like two days. We could have given them some great, great ideas. I'm, I'm genuinely upset about that. But, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, don't, I, I think that it's no free Hong Kong either, right? It was pre what? I mean, for the for the conservatives out there who troll, uh, no, no free Hong Kong, right? There's nothing, no mention of that. Being that I had battle with the NBA store to get a uh, free Hong Kong shirt with the Houston Rockets and fuck uh, Yami and Yami the other number. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I don't know what. To, I mean, I think it's a farce, to be perfectly honest. Of, I wanted of, to see uh, Trey Lyles with shots on his jersey. Forty one. That would have That would have bought that jersey. I want to see Sherrod Smith with soup, please, on the back of his jersey. <laughs> that was that was my suggestion. Like, I mean, again, like, like uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, so I hope that, that'll be a whole nother separate mind game aspect of it all, too. That's just stupid. It's weird because, you know what, I, I work with a charity called Balling for Peace, and I never tell anybody about this. And they called, do a, called Balling? Balling for Peace. It's uh, basketball. They actually do a big event in Philadelphia, and I don't know why I've never why told you about it. it. Uh, no, because it's they, they. I think they like. Did I catch you about up. to say non-union? <laughs> well, they, they, no, they end up there, but like they do, like a you know, uh, like an event in like North Philly. They put a court down. They bring a lot of vendors in. They you know, uh, give people information about a lot of nonprofits, and they have. Um, oh, that's okay. They use they use these to the top contests and whatever. So they're you know, I'm working with, with my buddy who who runs it right now to try to rework it to be more integrated with the the blm stuff and um and, you know now you can't do he was his big event was the final game of the season at uh, the staples center for the clippers and obviously that didn't happen so I'm trying to help him like put together an online tournament uh like an online like 2k tournament of, of you know different like 
artists, rappers, uh, actors, and whatever. But uh, so I'm trying to get them to get it in time to correspond, you know, correspond with this. But like, that's my point. It's like I don't know what the hell they're doing uh, to try to bring the social justice stuff there, and I think it's going to end up being a negative. Oh, for the for the league down in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And I and I think it's going to create more problems than. Again, why I thought too many teams having too many people there too long. I mean, even the training camp, like uh, it's insane, right? Three weeks, four weeks. Uh, what, I mean, the idea oh, we're gonna the injuries and stuff. I'm like, these fucking guys play basketball every day, right? Like, you know, and they've been they've had access to gyms for almost a month now. Like, let's go. This is this is fucking coronavirus. Like every day that you do this is look you're, I, you're playing a fucking you, you treat it like summer league for you teams that are up in there in seating there's no home court advantage anymore it's fucking done yeah well that, that's teams other, don't matter if you've locked the seed especially in conferences where they're good one through six like i mean literally the the four or five seed is meaningless it's meaningless like whether you're four or five so you know because you literally get the same opponent and you it, it, it's the, the having these eight games was a money grab and it was a bad idea. So then but you have a long training with the eight games, but not with taking this long to get them started because you should treat a couple of those eight games like exhibition if you want. Right. That was, that's you. That's exactly where I'm going with is like, you're going to have training camp, then scrimmages, then eight games that mostly don't matter. I, I, you know, it's a, it. And when does that take us to, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know. When the playoffs are supposed to start, like so, oh, the this playoffs was not playoffs aren't supposed to start until what, like yeah. the thirtieth? Uh, no, no, so the, the, seventh, so the last day of the regular the season is playoffs. Yeah, it's August fifteenth. Sixers play the Rockets. Last day of the uh, August seventeenth is the playoffs. The finals begin September thirtieth. Oh, I hope my did my lawn guy just show up like. Yeah, he's decided to mow my lawn when it's been raining all day. Yep, and, and ruin it. Stopped here. And it'll be in the background of the yeah, here of the bit. podcast. Sorry, sorry, people are listening to this. I don't know. Yeah, seventeenth they come back. Jesus. Yeah, I, I mean it's a yeah, it's a it's it's a disaster waiting to happen. So basically, they, you got to circle the uh, what August thirtieth when the family and guests of the remaining uh, four teams get to come back. Right, but you're six weeks from now before we get to the playoffs. Six weeks. That's fucking, you know, that's nuts. So, all right, let's yeah. talk about, so you've told me you're actually going to play DFS when this? If a couple conditions are met that won't be met, so. Which is what? Um, that, that they have decent money slates that run all day with late game swap. Like they, sure, do for, like they did on one season for Sundays. I think FanDuel put late game swap in. I, I read that uh, somewhere. We'll have to see if they if they do the main slate or like you know because they've been able to make money. I, I, mean, I haven't been around. They've been making money doing what they've done to some extent. So and they've been running millionaire makers for golf every week. Yeah, they'll do like three get. Yeah, but they did that five years, four years ago too. But they'll do. Uh, no, they did that for the majors. They're doing it oh, every week. Man. Every week, you're right. Every week, so it's uh you know right now. But baseball will have started by then, and I think hockey will have started by then. So you're going to have a, a, you know, a plethora of options at that point. We're yeah, so really they won't want money tied up all day, first off. 
They won't want, they don't like money tied up in all day contests. So that won't be the primary slate. And therefore I might play like once a week. If there's a couple games I like in that slate, even if there's only like 1500 up top for like a $5, 900 person, who knows? Yeah. It's, it's such a shame that, that, that like, uh, Just these all aren't day. all competitive games because you look at it and you're like, yeah, this would be fun to watch because, you know, basically they're taking, well, I can't believe they're starting two games at the same time. Like they have, you know, July thirty first. They have about two four o'clock games. It's like, well, and and then they, you know, at least yeah, they, open, about, they open the thirtieth, right? And I yeah, two, you know, they open with the Jazz Pelicans and and Clippers Lakers. So that's um, that. that I mean, that's that. I'm ex- I'd be excited to watch that. But then the next day you got five games, right? And you, and they won't run a five game slate for big money, which I wish they would. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I, I don't know what day of the week it is. I don't know any of that stuff. But, I, I mean, I won't play DFS. I, I, I'm, I'm going to gamble. Friday, um, three weeks from today. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Friday, oh, okay. You could have a Friday night, so that's what they'll do. they run the 6.30 and the 8.30 or the 2, 4 p.m. Maybe they'll run a four-game slate, but with the time starts are 2.30, 4, 4, 6.30, 8. If you gave me that as a five-game slate, yeah, I'm nutting up like I used to. That's fine. That's great. But I, I just don't think that there will be big money and they'll do what they did on Sundays when they offered it after a couple of weeks and just make it so small up top that you can barely find $1,000 for first place. My plan is to fire unders and uh, and underdogs. Just under, under. Under, Because I, like I think that there's going to be sloppy play and I think a lot of te- people are going to be thinking that these games are the teams that were playing four months ago, whatever it was. Yeah, like almost almost five months at that point, and they're not. They're just not those teams, and they don't have the same goals. Um, and the especially big for the betting market will also be the officiating and how that relates to the players being out of out of work for so long and whether they give them a little bit more leeway or they really officiate and see how that affects the totals. I hear you, and I don't, it always does. I just, I just don't think they're going to be crisp in playing and... Um, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't know what to expect. I just don't expect top quality NBA basketball. The arenas, like I don't even know what the arenas are like. I mean, how long has it been since these guys have played in this small of an arena? You what know what it? I mean? What is it? Is it like a field house or? I don't even know. I, I don't know. I don't know uh, NBA arenas. In Disney World. What's it called? The Arena, I think. Uh, I, I, HP Fieldhouse. No, I don't think that's the arena, is it? HP Fieldhouse televised college basketball tournament, six full sized. Uh, oh, maybe. Have, okay, they say if they have three arenas the HP Fieldhouse, the Visa Athletic Center, and the Arena. Oh, I see um, it. The USA Today article from yesterday. But again, they're not. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know how many of the courts, and then two of them have practice courts. Fieldhouse does not. Okay. But they're not going to be like. I, I mean, when is the last time LeBron James has really had played a game of value in front of? Uh, number one, there's not going to be anybody there, and two, the the size of the room, like I, I, I mean, you play a little ball. I play. I play a little ball in my past, like. It, it it changes things like just the eye your eye is different and I think I think it's just gonna have a negative effect on scoring and um, and I and when you throw in 
to play all these teams that really have no chance. Um, I think that those are the games where it's just going to be a disaster. Um, like, I mean, the Wizard. Like, I mean, the NBA can't back out from where they are, but they should have pulled the Wizards out. Um, and they should have pulled the Nets out. Well, they can't pull the Nets out because the Nets are in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the one of the just weirdest situations. But, hey, they made the signings today and yesterday, so. Yeah, Michael Beasley and Jamal Crawford. And those <laughs> guys might be in the best sh- shape to play. Because, I mean, the guys who are coming in from, like, China and stuff have played uh, basketball, at least recently, for, uh, you know, Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. So, are you going to make any bets on anything like any championship bets or any uh, MVP bets or anything like along those lines? I got to read the terms and conditions closely, and I'll I'll wait till it gets a little bit closer. I want to I want to wait for them to have a, at least a week or two of practice um, just to see what people are saying. But yeah, I, I probably will if there's no risk of a canceled season, just giving you your money back. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't think you, I don't think they can free roll you on a, on a season being canceled. Um, no, I just think if you do things like, um, you know, if you're betting on the eight remaining games and you're doing a win total and they get through and they, you know, play six, um, and you had under or whatever, and it's already settled, but they don't pay you. Oh yeah. I don't think I would touch win totals. Like, I, I mean, I, I, again, I'm, I just think, think that this has been two games. I, I, I mean, no, I, mean, I don't. I, the real answer to that is I don't know, because they could literally be playing against a team who's like, we want to lose this game. Who get, Yeah, exactly. There's no home court. I can't stress that enough. Like, there's no fans. There's no you're you're getting that home bump whatsoever. Yeah, there, I'm surprised. In tra- I mean, there were some things thrown around. Not a seed. Like if the, if. If the team that makes the playoffs in the West is the eighth seed or the seventh seed is one of those that jumps up, that could be the bet. That could be the scariest team. Yeah, I, well, I mean, there are teams that are going to want to get hot. I don't. I mean, I, 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 you know, that's this is the year where I think a four or five seed can absolutely, absolutely win the title, and it's it, it'll. I feel like it's going to play almost like hockey. Like you know, in hockey, you get get the hot goaltender. And it's like, oh, you know, you can ride them a long way. I think you can get a team with two hot players and you can ride them for a couple of series. Because I, I just don't think um, these guys are just going to be at that level. Um, I mean, just just go to the East real quick. I mean, there's there's what five there's five teams competing, four and a half teams competing. Yeah, five, right? It's the Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, Heat, Sixers. Yeah, and. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I mean, if I'm the Sixers, I'm just I'm trying to figure out how to play Milwaukee in the second round. I really am. Because I don't I don't it, it, I mean, I think I don't it's going to be hard for them to be the three seed or whatever. Um, I, I don't think they I think they would rather. I mean, you don't want to play um, Boston or Toronto in the first round. I and mean, I think it'd be hard for them to play Toronto in the first round. But I, 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 mean, I think you want to try to find a way to play Indiana in the first round, and if that leaves you with with the Bucks in the second round, um, I think that's the team the Bucks would least like to play. Period. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, you know, outside of like the Bucks are just a matchup team, 
And then, but any of those five, if you told me any of those five teams make the finals, I'm not surprised. Like, I actually think that that's probably the, the best bet might be to group the four non-Bucks teams and pick them to win the championship. Or, you know, yeah, they're like between 17 and 30 to 1. I mean, I would probably leave the Heat out. So, I, you know, taking the... the yes, having, having been... Having lived down there for a minute, um, do you think being at home helps or hurts? The heat or the or the yeah. well, they're not really at home. They're you know they're three hours from home. They're, so they're, they're you know in their home state. I don't think it matters. It's far enough away that it, I don't think it matters. It's like you know if the six if it were in being held in uh, in New York would that help the Sixers? I mean that's even that's way closer actually. Than, than Orlando to to Miami. So I, I just don't I just don't think it matters. I don't and I don't think it helps Orlando. I don't think it helps anybody. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about how are they going to keep these guys in the bubble and all that stuff. And I do think it's going to be a disaster. I just think it's going to be a disaster. Yeah, that was more the aspect. But yeah, three hours is enough. Um, but yeah, do you think do you think they stay? I just it it's hard for me to believe we're going to be having a conversation. You know, six weeks from now about who were playing on a five-game slate that they've left untouched and pretty good. Uh, it's, it's it's hard to imagine that right now. Yeah, uh, I, I mean... But I, but I can certainly talk numbers and betting. I just, like you said, I think you nailed it. There's five teams with a chance. None of us will know shit until we see them on a court, until we get one week of everyday COVID testing to see, hey, is this is this actually a flattened curve within the bubble, or are we going to have a test, you know, from each hotel positive within the first 10 days? And if that's the case... Let's let's. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the 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 positive test. I'm I've got to just. I mean, I think they come into play like the weird. Well, no, I'm, I'm just getting it. If it's a player of significance, that changes all our betting and all that shit. Oh yeah, not, not I mean, it's a random doctor or uh, staff. That's why I, there's zero percent chance I would bet any of the favorites. Like you have no, uh, the Lakers, the Bucks, and the Clippers. I wouldn't touch them. I wouldn't touch them because guys get it. Not that it's you know again. Even if they can come back and play in the finals, even if they're not Dinwiddie and like yeah, we're gonna come back. Okay, but you're still going to miss a series or two, and uh, I, I just can't I think that. that's. I think that's part of. It. I I'm more worried about the psychological. The these guys are babied and live. Babied is maybe a cruel term, but like yeah. they live a life. They live an amazing life, and you're going to lock that them. What's that? That they've earned. I'll throw that in. Absolutely, just, but just it's baby. I get what you mean. It's going to be. I mean, I think there are some guys are going to be like it's like college. It's like being back in 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 college or whatever, and it's a lot of camaraderie, and they've figured out. I think there are going to be other guys who are going to be like, get me the fuck out of here. And I'm not a hundred percent sure that you can easily pick which ones are which. Right. Social media is going to be really fun in a couple of weeks. Just just watching them. Yeah, I, I, that's it's another reason why I think that this this is such a disaster um, with, with taking all the time to ramp up because you're just asking for trouble the longer you keep these guys in there. And, you know, it gets more important the more time goes on. So, like, you know, you have James Harden in the bubble. Yeah, he's kind of good for four weeks or whatever. And six weeks, you know, he starts whatever, eight weeks in, they're deep in the playoffs or whatever, and he's, you know, sneaking out to Tampa to go to strip clubs, you got you got problems. So, like, that's, I just, that's why I'm just, like, long, just, I mean, I love betting long shots anyway, but I think that, like, I wouldn't touch long shots for, like, MVP, because I think that's kind of locked up. 
But like for something like defensive player of the year, right? I think that's something that you could mess with. Do you think it's going to be overweighted based on these final games? Absolutely. That's yeah. That's. I, I think basically there's a pool of players who have a chance, and that if one of those players like really steps up, they'll win it. Um, hundred percent. That's what. That's a hundred percent where my head's at. Yeah, and I think that's true of any kind of any of those secondary awards. I don't even know what are the secondary awards. Six man of the year, defensive player of the year. I mean, I don't think you can bet on all NBA or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, rookie, rookie of the year is an interesting one. Is jo- if if Zion goes seven and one and they make the playoffs, but I, I think you know it's just the two of them, right? Jot like minus uh, ten thousand. Yeah, I, I mean, I just can't see. Um, uh, I I don't. I think mean, they would have to go like you're saying. They would have to go seven and one, and Zion's like thirty five and fifteen. It to make up for it. Oh no, I think if they just go seven and one and make the playoffs, even if he goes twenty and ten, he's in just because of the recency bias of idiots. And you'll have job piss people off with more BLM stuff. So yeah, it's an interesting I, I, I just yeah, I don't, I, there are better bets. Six man is is an interesting one. I mean yeah yeah I mean it's just just not a not enough. It's really a better question is like what if Tyler Hero goes off like the guy who's been playing all year and goes off for and scores forty points for eight games and um, you know. But I, I just I don't I don't I, I really think defensive player of the year. And what's that? What do you think? You don't think you think MVP is locked up? I, I just think that the, the numbers aren't big enough. You know what I mean? Like uh, what is it? Everyone at a hundred to one, and then LeBron at ten to one. Oh well, no, Giannis. Oh, yeah, LeBron's Giannis eleven Giannis. to one. I mean, if if I'm betting, I'm betting LeBron. Okay, like I mean, if I'm betting, I'm betting LeBron. Because if Giannis comes out and is and shits the bed for a couple of weeks, and LeBron is you know carries the league on his back, and and let and I think the social justice thing would matter there. You know what I mean? Like if LeBron does this amazing thing that helps voter suppression, they might just give him the MVP because he's LeBron and. You get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll probably put $5 on $10. Right, on. right. I mean, but we're just saying if you're on, making on, on, wait, what is, the, is, is Doncic really 100 to 1? I have made 80 to 1. But, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't he's, think. He's 100 to 1 on DraftKings right now. No, more, just because they're, they're what, the seven seed that if they win one game becomes the four seed. So they could easily play that narrative if they go six and two. Yeah, but, and, the, the, yeah, but it's, you know, I think they, they vote the MVP at the end of the season. I just, I just can't see. The only one I could see catching him is LeBron, and it's because the sentimentality. You know, I, Luka gets scored seven here, points here's a game. A real question. Here's a real question. The season goes on, and, like, a player testing doesn't end the season, but that player is removed. Giannis gets COVID. What, what are the chances of that happening? 3%, 5%? It's enough to warrant some of these 100-to-1s, no? No. No, because <laughs> I, I, I think actually Giannis it, I getting think COVID is is probably he's more likely to win it than if he goes out there and just <laughs> is like crappy for eight games and LeBron is on a right. different level. I don't think anybody can win besides those two. I'm telling you, I think I think they can average 70 points and I don't think they would win. But six men is is probably the most intriguing one then. Uh, what, what are the odds on six men? You got Dennis Schroeder at minus three thirty five. And then you got Trezel at plus two fifty and Lou Williams at plus eight hundred. Everyone else is a long shot. Uh, let's see here. I, I I don't know where I'd go there. I mean, I I would lead. 
Well, you're just saying, do you think, I mean, if you don't think Schroeder, you can take both the other guys because it's over plus 200 and then have plus 50 and plus 600 odds implied. Um, if you don't think it's, if you think someone can catch him of the other two guys, I mean, uh, the, uh, you know, I don't, I just, I just don't think the, the numbers are big enough. I mean, it's a wide open field, so you're just basically picking the guy you like. Well, there's three guys, and then everyone else is over fifty to one. Yeah, I mean, if I'm picking another guy, I'm picking Dragic. I mean, that's that's the guy. Yeah, that's you know? that's what I'm saying. Of, of these other guys, you like Dragic? Yeah, just because of the position on the team. Like, you know, he he gets enough run. It, it wouldn't matter if they went seven and one. It would be a story. You know what I mean? That's how like I'm looking. That's, yeah, that's 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 how I'm looking at it. That was, I mean, I I put five dollars on him while we were talking. Yeah, I mean that's that's the type of thing. I mean the, the what are the defensive player of the year odds? Because that's that's I already have that's a bet. I, that's the one that I, I went on DraftKings. That's the only one not up. Most improved player. There's a fun one for you. That's actually that's actually an interesting one. Uh, it's it's. Uh, Who's, I mean, Bam's the favorite at minus 140. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Brandon Ingram at plus 240. Don Chicken here at plus 600. Jason Tatum at plus, a, at plus you know, 1,000. And then you have a couple 50 to ones. Um, but like you yeah. said, the narrative of the eight games could could really be big here. I uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I just, it's, it's just tough. Um, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm a homer. So that's why I'm. I mean, the defensive player of the year. I don't have on. Uh, I don't have a sports book up. But at the end, it was Simmons was twenty five to one. That's where I want my money. That's where I already have some money, and that's where I want more money. Not again. These are not. It's not like I mean, people listening. It's like I'm not. You, you never bet a twenty five to one spot saying this is going to win. What you're saying is one in fifteen times he wins defensive player of the year. So you're getting positive expectation. So that's. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I, mean, I, I definitely, I, I don't know. I have a feeling someone in the top three of any of these betting categories could be affected by this. So who knows? Who knows? Well, I think these numbers, the defensive that's player of the year categories, I think they're bad already. Like, I don't think these numbers should be what they are. The championship um, odds are, are what you were getting at earlier is probably what's the most interesting. Being with, being without, you know, with seating no longer mattering, home court no longer mattering, east versus west no longer mattering um, in terms of travel and, should yeah, be. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it. I'm in, I'm in, if I'm betting the East, I'm betting a group. I'm basically getting, uh, except for the Bucks down to the five. Yeah, I wouldn't take the Heat, though. I would take the Sixers. I'd I take I mean, the I, above the Heat. You take who above the Heat? Take the Nuggets at 25 to one over the Heat. Right, but I'm just talking about if I, I would, in the East, I would group those three bets because I think yep. you can get it for about 27 to one. So you're getting like nine to one. That one of them wins the championship, so you're kind. It's depending on who they play. You're getting like three to four and a half to one yes. on them making the finals that you could hedge. Exactly. Um, which is, you know, that's that's exactly why I would play that because you can you can hedge throughout. That's why they're they're kind of fun bets. Um, is if you if you want to hedge, but the West. I mean, I already have money on the Nuggets. I bet it a long time ago. It's the crazy part is it's literally the same number that I, I mean, I, I have it at 25 to one. Yeah. And I bet ever ago, but I mean, I wouldn't put any money on them at that number. I'm more likely literally. I'm, favorite, yeah. I'm more likely to take the thunder at a hundred to one. Again, not, not, this is yeah. not expectation. I'm just like, you know, no, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. You got to get in your bales. Trump 71 shit. Like, 
There is there a better than one percent implied chance they win the championship? And if they get on a roll, you can hedge the fuck out of it if they make it to like the conference finals. Um, you know, there's that. There's that, and it's just like again, I, think I will be betting at least at least five or six of these lines across the two conferences, basically across everyone who's not the Clippers, Lakers, or Bucks. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't take. I'm not going to bet the Rockets at twelve to one. No, I just no. think I think that's a that's a. I mean, it's an accurate line. I, it's like it's like the Nuggets line. I mean, same thing with the. You know, I wouldn't. I, I'm not touching the Jazz. I mean, a matter of fact, the Jazz is one of the to me the worst bets up there. Yeah, that is um, a good spot. That is the worst bet without a doubt. They lost. The, they lost Bogdanovich. So they lost a really key player, and you know, it's just uh, and and they're another huge home court team. Yep. So I, I, I just think get player squabbles and Dallas is 40 to one and they're 33 to one. So I, I mean, would, I, I mean, Dallas, I think is a fine, a, I, would, a no, fine like, bet. I, would, I would have Dallas above Utah for resumption. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would too. I mean, I just, I just think Dallas is accurate. You know what I mean? Like that's, if you told me the Pelicans are going to make the playoffs, uh, then <laughs> yeah. I'd be betting on them, but oh, yeah. I'd be betting on any of those eight seeds. If you told me they were going to make the playoffs. They're all 120 to 150 to one, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not touching the Grizzlies. Nah, they're 200 to one. Yeah, Grizzlies are beyond that. I, I just mean Portland. Let me tell you, I might bet a, I might bet a few shekels on the Orlando Magic at 300 to one. Again, it's not about actually thinking they're going to win. The you know, here's here's my question to you on that one. I don't I don't think it's a bad bet just for fun. Um, with I, I, the whole theme of this is you know. No one really has an idea if these teams represent their favorite value the way that we did, you know, months ago. It, there's no no idea how to respond to a variety of things that could occur. So finding some plus money is is great. My question with you for Orlando is: if Orlando makes it to the finals, I believe they will they will be plus four hundred or better. In oh season. yeah, way more. I, I actually when you when I think it through, it's it's the only. Hold on, hold on. I, I, so, so I'm betting them at eighty to one to win the conference. Yes, that's the better bet. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I have to. I don't have conference odds. Yeah, and... I guess that implies what, like three seventy-five as the series ticket, and I think it'll be higher than that if Orlando happens to make it. So that's why I'd, I'd, I'd go plus eighty over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think that's reasonable. I mean, I, I was thinking more so depending on who they play in the first round. Like if they play the Bucks, they might be plus a thousand in the first round. And I might just be better, you know, better off betting sure. that, um, and and then hedging from there. But it was kind of that reverse hedge of like, yeah. well, if they get the Raptors in the first round, they're, I mean, they are actually of the home team. Maybe there's something to that. Um, and do you think that the Bucks? I mean, it's an interesting line. If, if you want to take Toronto, they're doing the same thing, just breaking it down to betting the conference as well. Um, with the Celtics, Raptors, and Sixers all favored, what seven, eight, nine hundred? So you got an eight hundred. Line split three ways, so two and two thirds. So plus two sixty six against the Bucks in the other three seeds. Do you think that's reasonable? Or would you I rather? Like, I, I'd rather I bet like the, the group. Point. I'd rather bet the group to win the finals because it seems like the odds are just as good. I think you're getting better odds to to because I think there any of those teams that make it to the finals, unless you end up with a you know a, a train coming from the other side, are no worse than plus two hundred um, in the finals. Yeah, that, that's, that's where I'm kind of getting at, is that that might be a good way to... I, I, I might just do the conference ones rather than the long shot ones um, and then bet the finals separately, but yeah. 
I, least... I, I, I like the. I mean, however you, however you, however you dig it. I mean, I like it because you can hedge individual games. I mean, that's where I was last year when I, because I had some money on Toronto to win the title. Um, you know, I was able to. I didn't. I didn't want to hedge much, but I hedged a little. You know, and and when when the when they got up in the series and stuff, and you know, it just create. I think having those bets just meet creates fun ways of 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 being able to stay in the action. Whereas if you bet the you know the Bucks or the Clippers, what are you what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Like, I mean the bad money one because I think you can get better odds doing it, like you said earlier, and, and hedging off. But if you want to pick your your teams to make it to the finals, the ma- the finals matchup is always, you're giving up like probably 20% on the odds, not doing it earlier, but there's some fun ones there. I, don't, I mean, I have no idea. Again, that my whole argument for betting is I don't think this is going to go according to Hoyle. No, no. I don't, I don't think, I mean, if you want, I mean, if you had me to pick the number one seed to make the NBA finals, I would stick with the Lakers. Um, but I, I mean, if, 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 uh, Anthony Davis gets hurt, which is not out, we know that is not out of the question. What are they? You know, they're, they're nothing. Um, I mean, not nothing. They're the Cavs from last, you know, from two years ago. So, um, is, is yeah. Denver, is Denver going to be? Their odds should probably increase. I don't know. I don't think their odds are tasty enough now that I look at it. Just keeping in mind the home games being in Denver. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I, I don't I don't like Den- I, again. Like that's I feel about Denver as I feel about Dallas. And they're priced right, so I don't I don't need. I mean, I think if anything, I think Denver should probably be like plus twenty eight. Um, I, I, Denver des- definitely should be plus twenty eight because they're they're no better than the Sixers, and they're in a harder conference. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna they're gonna have to go. I mean they're gonna be almost. I don't know if Indiana is gonna be a gimme. By the way, what, do you, I, what for I, the Sixers? For anybody? I don't. I, think, I, I mean everybody's I, I, uh, you know Oladipo's not playing. Anyone, no one's gonna be a gimme for anybody. I'm telling you, this is rec. This is rec center going in. Like I think the, a bunch the of guys. Next. Like said, some are gonna respond so excited, hungrier than ever. Some are to go in there and after one game without fans, be like. Oh, this is why I was on team. I'm not playing without fans. Because remember, when LeBron put that out there, a bunch of players were on that idea. Obviously, you know, society's changed since then a bit, and, and they, you know, rightfully realized that you don't get to demand, you know, quite everything. Um, but there will be a lot to pick up on after the first couple games. Um, and I think these odds will shift dramatically as well. So for sites, yeah, that, yeah, less, so, think- less so on DraftKings, where it's like spotty when they let you cash out earlier on changed odds, but on sites where you really do get a decent amount. Um, of cash out opportunity, definitely watch these first couple games. Watch movement after them. Um, like anything, I mean, I, I won't talk stocks, but like jumping into the, the market, you know, you're doing it at a time when this hasn't been done. No bookmakers have made you know odds for anything like this. So for places where you're not getting horrible odds, where you're like minus one thirties in both direction, minus minus and plus um, on some of those new apps in states that just opened up. Um, other than that, there, there's some really good underdog shit here. And if you don't think it's going to be Lakers, Clippers, you know, Bucks, Toronto, which I don't, you know, I, again, and it's not about do you think it is? It's like no, with this climate, are, do the odds reflect yeah, exactly. that? You're right. You're right. I don't with this climate. I don't think that those four teams warrant being heavy favorites at the rate yeah. that all these other guys are underdogs. I mean, yeah, I, I just don't think they move the 
they moved the market like they should have. You know, these are basically the lines that were in place yeah. as, as of the, you know, as of and, when and the to season. Be fair, they're not, you know, anything else would be them assuming something they, that we don't know, that we're just projecting. So well, this I, might think you, I think you bring the, 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 the favorites back to the field. Like, that's, like, I think more, they are. especially I mean, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee being minus 165, having to win three series after COVID. And it, not after COVID, sorry, I don't want anyone to yell at me for that. But, you know, with, with the bubble, uh, being minus 165 is, is a little bit unforgivable, I think. Uh, and so dependent on one player, like that's that's the that's part where of the, the key Lakers here. Is like one sixty is is kind of where I'd see the Bucks. Um, yeah, I mean, I I just don't believe anybody should be that big of a favorite to win the 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 comp. I'd be happy to book anybody who wants uh, action on the Lakers well, or what's the Bucks. A, what's, to win. Yeah. what's a little absurd about that number, though, right? Actually, looking in at it. Is if you take the average of the three teams after the Bucks, you got 700, 700, and 900. Um, so, you know, you're looking at roughly, you know, mid highest, what, 766, 780s. Um, so you're looking at that. And then you're looking at the West, where the Lakers are plus 160 and the Clippers are plus 180. And then you have a plus 700 and the plus, you know, plus 12s and plus 14s. <laughs> That's why I like the Thunder. Yeah, I think they. I mean, that's why I like the Thunder. I mean, because... that double up on the LA there. Is overrated and it and the Bucks don't deserve that kind of respect. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I, the I think the Bucks the, the Bucks have a situation the where there's an infectious. Hold on one second. They got one gimme series and then they have two very difficult series. Like you, you're you know going to school me on it, but like yes, there is an infectious disease. You're in a bubble. You have a social experiment of the bubble going on. Yeah, but heaven forbid there's like something else horrible that happens in the world and they say we want to leave and protest or we want to leave and see whatever. Um but yeah, who- I just meant I yeah, I just meant like Giannis is is the most important like, yeah, yeah, he's he is the one guy and you know, especially in that country that if he were to get hurt or covid like, you know, it blows up. Basically COVID doubles the odds. Or a of, family member or any family member that he would want to go see. Yeah, there's Ian. I mean, Towns lost his mother, so you're not gonna you're not gonna get these players to play even in a championship if they can be with their family. And I'm not gonna give them any shit about that. No, like, of course. I mean, and that's the other part. Is like so. I think they're gonna. You, that's that's my whole push towards any anybody. I mean, again, I'm, the 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 team that is jumping off the page to me is is the Thunder. It really is because I think that they don't get enough credit. Um, they have a veteran leader in in CP3 who's kind of just a plug and play. You know, and he and he would be a great narrative for Ooh. making an extended run, especially to the conference finals. And they're what plus forty for the conference and plus a hundred to win it all. Right, so that doesn't so make any a, sense. Point jump on that, okay? Right, so I mean that that implies that though they would be playing the Bucks because that's the only team yeah. that they would be a major underdog to. So like that's why a lot of these numbers they don't make they if you don't believe the Bucks, in the the Bucks and the Lakers. Or the you or know. Lakers slash Clippers because they're basically neck and neck. It's one sixty and one eighty. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the the yeah, um, it's better I, to bet. I, the I don't. I, I don't believe in the Clippers either. Like I, I just don't. Like I mean, I think that price is just too high. That's that's my opinion with the Clippers. Agreed. I, I believe. I actually. I think one of those teams will, but I, not at the plus one eighty, plus one sixty. Right. I mean, that way you can't pick them both and win if one of them wins. That's absurd. Yeah. 
Like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I think Houston. If Houston was at at at, a, at the number I think they should be, which is like seventeen to twenty, <clears throat> given how how big a favorites the Lakers and the Clippers are, that that's why it should be. I'd be betting the Rockets as well. But I think twelve to one to win it all, or and what, what are they to win the conference? Six or seven. seven? See, it's better there. You're getting better yep. money for them to win the conference. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I like them. I, I just, you know, Oklahoma is. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna put a lot of money. I put like ten bucks on Oklahoma. And, yeah, you know. yeah, them having a, yeah, them being you know almost five and a half times better than Houston odds for the conference is is very good. And like you yeah, have the implied odds of them playing Milwaukee in the finals as well with that forty to one jump into a hundred. And, and 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 the more I look at it, I might bet a little bit on the Pacers. Um, no, I'm not because, well, I mean, again, this is it's not a it's not about it's. They didn't play all year with Oladipo, and they were a very good team without Oladipo. And they also had some injury problems throughout the season. So it's about their path. <clears throat> um, I think they give the Celtics trouble. I think they give the Sixers trouble. I think they give the Heat trouble. Um, it's really, you know, about – and I don't know – you know you know what? Uh, I think – yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at those East Con- Eastern Conference – uh, numbers and like I'm deciding how much I like Toronto you know what I mean like I am uh you know shave Toronto out of it you just get better. no 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 I'm, I would be heavier on Toronto. like I'm I, I think you look at Toronto versus Boston and like they're better than Boston and the Sixers and they're only barely implied right that's my point is like why why am I paying a premium for the Celtics like I get it that people know the names you know, Kemba, Tatum, Jalen Brown, but Nick Nurse, probably best coach in the NBA right now. Um, I mean, I, I know Brad Stevens is no slouch, but you yeah. know, that's why I'm saying when I when I look at the Pacers, I'm like, yeah, they're they're probably gonna end up playing the Raptors in the first round. I think that that's how that shakes. I, I, I don't actually I don't know because uh no, no, they won't. No, they won't. Because Orlando is is, oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Brooklyn. I mean, I, I, Toronto, Toronto certainly has better than what a fourteen and a quarter chance percent chance of winning the conference. Yes, and that's their that's that's what plus seven hundred is, right? So, I yeah. don't see them being a big dog to anybody in the series other than Milwaukee, and there are ghosts there. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, there, are, there are some demons that, that Milwaukee's going to have to exercise. And I, I'm just, maybe I'm just a hater. Because, <laughs> I mean, I think Giannis is a great player, but I think, sure. you know, there's a way to, especially in the playoffs, to defend him. Yeah, I and, mean, what, and, what separates them from, from Toronto and Boston this season in the standings as well, to some extent, is, you know, they're, what, 28-3 and three at home. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, when you, I mean, I've, I've always thought that there are teams that are good when you have to play when you play them once, but when you have to play them seven times, you kind of figure it out. And I think with Milwaukee, it's like, hey, you're just going to beat us from outside. That's, I mean, that's what you do. Giannis, we're leaving you open from three. For what, it, for what it's worth, they they lost. They played five teams that are going to be in the bubble then this season, and they lost four of those five games. 
Yeah, I, 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 just, and just, I and where they were at in terms of other teams, you're saying figuring out in tape. I mean, they, they lost four or five, and they were all bubbles. The only bubble team they beat was the Pacers. Yeah, I want to bet against them all. I mean, I want to figure out. I mean, that's just, this is a bet that's against Milwaukee. That's what this conversation Milwaukee. has become, is how do we it, bet against a, Milwaukee well, to maximize our return on the rest of the East? Yeah, well, look at the teams they're going to have to go through. Yeah, They're no, 100%. These odds are, are jacked, and I will probably even put, like, maybe 500 or a grand spread out a little bit, which I don't usually do for yeah. uh, random yeah, spectrum. Yeah, I don't know how much I'll bet, especially today. I'm, I'm yeah. a little, you know. Normally, I'd put 100, like, total for, a, for something like this. I might go a little heavier, because I really do like betting against the Bucks here. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm just looking at the matchups going, okay, so they're either going to, you know, and they're going to have to do this twice. Um, I mean, th- clearly they're going to get an easy round. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking second and third, yeah, second in conference finals, semis and, semis and finals. So I mean, they're going to have to play both two of those teams. And, you know, the Sixers are, a char- you know, assuming you know, they're a horrible matchup for the Bucks. Horrible matchup. You know, I mean, it's just coaching there. And really I mean, honestly, if, if, the, if the home court means more, Two than it does against in some in some aspects like that could get really really interesting. It's it's about it's gonna but you remember seven game series are about coaching when the teams are that close and that that's what worries me. But I mean the Sixers have the right strategy against uh, but, and they have the, they have the right personnel. They, I mean they basically say Giannis shoot the three and and we'll live with Brook Brook Lopez shooting threes and George Hill and. Um, and whoever else is going to shoot the three or Bledsoe, you're just that's how you're going to have to score. And <clears throat> I don't think they can win a series like that. Um, and then, you know, I'll take my sister. I think Miami, you have Spolstra, very good coach. Jimmy Butler, you have Bam that you can put on. Uh, Giannis, do they have any other big guys, though, that they, they, they trot out there that. Um, all right. Yeah, I got hold what on. What are you saying uh, on Miami? Yeah, hold on one second. I just want to open the door. The, yeah, but I mean, who, but I'm trying to think of who their other big guy is. Other they, than who? Than they man. Have, well, I, I mean, mean, they have what? Olenek? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, and then yeah, got, but that's that's, that's like other play of, sometimes small ball. Well, that's that's just like you know a real good kind of matchup for, um, for for Lopez. For the Lopez brothers, actually, you know, but the, you know, they, they, he can run with them. But I, I think to stack, I mean, the Sixers have the the the, the person. I mean, their per, their team was designed to beat Milwaukee. I mean, that's why you get Horford. I mean, you got Horford for two reasons: one, to beat Milwaukee, and two, to not have Embiid play against him. It's the, it's the really the only reason. Um, but and then. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Boston. I mean, Boston has a great. I mean, you're basically in the second round. You're either playing the Sixers, who have the personnel, or you're playing teams that have great coaches um, and some of the personnel. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I Miami. I think Bam is really gonna would just sit there, and then you also I have think the other big thing that I think. I mean, I've spoken on a little bit, but. With the with the first game, obviously, in, in like let's say you're talking second round, right? So the Bucks are what minus one sixty five to win the conference. Yeah, minus one sixty five to win the conference. If the first game of a series they should lose, they'll go to plus odds in that series. The first game is not a home game as it is usually for the one seed. Right. I, yeah, I get what you're so saying. But that's kind of extra big too. That if in either of those ones, even if they were to win that first series, and the second, I mean, the first series they'll probably win. But if they were to drop game one of the five gamer. Or the seven, sorry, the first game, 
They would have dropped. Yeah, but it, but that's kind of. I mean, it's actually more important in a when you're the home team. You know what I mean? Like if well, you I mean, lose so a game at home, makes it. I mean, I I can't justify minus. It's it's all coming back to that. But I'm going to be betting that too. I mean, if they lose that first game of the second series, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, I'm 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 totally with it. Now on the other side, let's just win. to get them as underdogs if if they lose either game one in second or third round or first round. I just don't think they will. Yeah, I'm basically going to bet against them the whole the whole the whole time. So, so for those of you listening, you know, bet bet Milwaukee to win the championship, and you can laugh at both of us someday. But I, yeah, more I mean, than I think it's just there's 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 great opportunity in the East for some of these bets. Um, I don't have Defensive Player of the Year available. You do. Well, I mean, I, I no, I was just looking up odds. I I had made a bet on on Simmons, and that's that's who I would stick with. I I think Simmons is the number two guy. I threw five bucks on Doncic. Why not? It's throwing it away. Oh, yeah, I think that's throwing it away. But I, I think Simmons is the second. I actually think he is the NBA, the defensive player of the year. I just don't think people paid attention. Um, you know, it's blocks look cooler than defense. And that's why Anthony Davis is the favorite, because blocks look cooler. But what? There. Russ, you have to go out. What do you? He's. I opened the back door. He's sitting here like he's going to poop right at my feet. Go out back, buddy. Door's open. All right. Um, sorry. This is the long, wonderful life of having a bulldog. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't. Where were we? I mean, I know I, I, I lost my point, but. Uh, what, what's your favorite? I mean, we're, we're just, it all comes back. Oh, the to- defensive player. My favorite bet is, is the group bet on. Toronto, Boston, and Philadelphia to win the East. Yeah. Um, that, that, not to win the East, actually to win the championship. Because I think yeah, you're, getting, you're getting... to win the East and then something... What, what is it to win the championship? Like, I think it's, like three or four to one implied after that? It's, it's more... I mean, it's more than that. Because I'm, the, 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 the thing I was looking at it there, it's uh, 17, 20, 22, and 28. So 67. No, 22 and a half, basically. 23. Yeah. So 400. Yeah. 400 plus. Yeah. Well, no, it's just, it's, it's 23 divided by three. So it's actually seven and a half to win oh, the championship. Three, yeah. But that's championship. So, yes, it's three and a half to win the, the East. And I, you know, yeah. assuming that the, if they're even money, and, and what people forget when they do those implied odds is like, listen, if you win the East, you're going to look pretty good. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Yeah, no, doubt. no doubt. I mean, I, I. I tend to do when the when the numbers aren't starkly starkly different and there's no huge swing. I'll just do the east so that I have that money available if I win. Oh and yeah. Then I, you know, to make a couple more bets, even though you might be losing twenty points of, like you said, implied uh, team being yeah. hotter and the line changing a little bit. But. Uh, and I will be betting most likely the Mavericks. On the series line in their opening series. Yes. Yes. Good. That's, I'm you, man, that's my, I don't like, you're right. I think you talked me off the 40 to one. I think I wish it was more like 60 or 75. But. I just think, I just think it's right on the number. And I think that they have a better chance of just coming out the gate and, and I, depending on who they play against, let's just say they play the Clippers or the, I mean, I think they're going to, I don't doesn't know matter where they play. It doesn't matter who they play in the first round. I think. I, I mean, I think I think they have a much better chance of beating the Nuggets or the Rockets than they do the Clippers or the Lakers. Um, 
just just person just personnel to shut down Luca. Um, you know, you give Kawhi or LeBron or well, I don't know. Is LeBron really? Is he? Yeah, is he ask you. A shutdown defender. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, I think the worst opponent for them is is definitely the Clippers. The Clippers, yeah. Yeah, you just throw Kawhi at him for well, what they do is they throw a pole George at him for two and a half quarters, and then they go, okay, Kawhi, it's enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the team they can't beat. Um, you know, again, barring injury and. The, and Houston, Houston again. A lot of the out west is just going to be how how these these matchups happen. Um, and with Houston, it's about being hot. Uh, and I, I don't. And, and Houston just it's, it's just a really shitty matchup with the Lakers. They won't play the Lakers in the first round, though. No, through at any point if they have to play the Lakers, like it's the exact same thing with the Mavericks. It's like I don't think they can beat. The, the Lakers because and, and four through you know mind you four through seven is one game in the West right now one one win separating them yeah Mavericks, a little more in the loss column but one win separating those four yeah the map the Mavericks want the Nuggets or, or, which they I mean which they can I mean the Nuggets can move up a spot or they can move you know up a spot themselves it's perfectly you know there's definitely a decent a, not a not a favorite chance but a decent chance of them playing the Nuggets. Yeah, and the Rockets are the team most likely, the highest ranked team most likely to self destruct. Yeah, I mean, when we talked about earlier, guys who just want to go home, like if they go down o two in the first round, I could just see that as like just we're done, we're going home. So if you get the, you but know, if they sweep the first round and they oh. live stream from the hotel, they could become huge. Right. I mean, that's that's that, I mean, that's the whole thing we're saying here is like, I think this plays like momentum. It plays like the NCAA t- tournament a little bit, even though it's going to be drawn out like, you know, you're just this this length of time that they had off is as long as the off season. It's fucking absurd. So <laughs> you were like, right about this forever ago. Yeah, it's uh, that that's really. So you think the Rockets are the most likely team to self-destruct? Yeah, yeah, just because of the, the overall the, or in the West, they're like are, they include no, these? of the the teams that are. I mean, they're getting. A, I'm looking at a twelve, a plus twelve hundred price on the winning championship. I'm talking about like a team that that you know they're a high priced team. I mean, I, I I mean I think the Sixers are probably equally as likely to self destruct. I think um, I think I think Boston's the worst odds for that. I think Stevens is too good of a coach. I think Stevens is too good of a coach, and I and I th- and I think that they don't have their, their their team's not full of personalities. I think that's that's what to me makes a team likely to blow up is guys who are prone to having a big personality and are just going to be like, I want out of here. Which to me is Westbrook and Embiid. Um, Jimmy Butler is in that category, but I don't think Jimmy's. I mean, Jimmy's always a chance to implode, um, but. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I really do think it's. It's. I mean, Houston's way better priced. I mean, way higher priced than the Sixers. But uh, you know, somebody's going to implode. Some team's going to implode. Um, and you know, and betting on an Embiid or Russell Westbrook to do that is 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 the right move. Um, and you know, the Clippers could too. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the Clippers have too many too many guys. Yeah, but I think I think that's kind of the point. Like, I mean, I understand. It's like it's not like, hey, they're less like they're not. 
I mean, injury. If they lose Kawhi, they're not. You know, they're not a team um, that that you really have. I mean, they're kind of thin. You know what I mean? Like, I know that they have. I do not know what you mean. <laughs> you do not know what I mean? No. Like, they're thin, compared like, to what? They're thin in the fact that obviously, if you lose George or, or uh, Kawhi, you're 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 done. Um, I mean, other than like, are they the, better off losing their number one player than almost every other team, though? Uh, no. Well, I, I, see, I think that's where the, the conversation uh, starts. I, I think I think the Sixers are are probably one of the best teams to lose a number one player. Sure, um, sure, sure. I, I would actually agree with you, but yeah, I just I mean, don't think the Clippers are worse off than you know the Lakers without LeBron. Well, well the, the, the Clippers is about it's that their their guard depth is kind of trash. Um. That's well, yeah, that. When you're relying on minutes from from Landry, it's uh, it is what well, it is. I mean, I, I like Landry. I just think that there's so much like, it's they're very matchup prone. You know what I mean? Like, um, the idea of them being a the, the Lakers being a good matchup for them in a seven game series. Uh, I mean, you're counting on Doc to be a good coach, and I don't know if I want to do. No, I, that. I just I just strictly going back to Kawhi and Paul George. If you were to take away. A top player from all the remaining, you know, all the twenty-two teams, except for you know, we'll cut it down from twenty-two, but all the prominent teams, I think the Clippers would remain one of the three best teams after that. I think the Sixers would be the number one. Yeah, you're. I mean, Milwaukee you're, becomes the worst. Milwaukee, yeah, becomes, Milwaukee becomes, becomes the worst, and, and Dallas is not too far. Dallas, I mean, it depends on how you, how far you want to go down. Boston probably drops off with Tatum. Yeah, and I, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, Boston. I think Boston actually can replace Tatum. I think that they have. I'm just saying, worse than the Clippers. I think you know, if if you had to match the Clippers up to Boston without Tatum, and you got rid of Kawhi with Paul George, they'd still beat Boston. Yeah, but I mean, the question is, if you take one of those players off, what's the price to win the championship? I think that's. I think you got to look at what the change is in the price, not who's the best team, because you know, Houston loses Harden or Westbrook. What's the price? You know what I mean? Like, well, there, yeah. There, I mean, there's that's one that we don't consider anymore, right? We wipe it off the board. I don't. I mean, I don't. I, but I, th- I think you wipe the Clippers off the board without Kawhi. No, you, you might be right. You might be right on the on the price change. I, I just, I just, again, I just don't think a, they're worse off really than than these other teams when we're looking at the numbers. Yeah, I, but you know, the playoffs it's like boxing. It's about matchups, and and the Clippers are built to like beat the the Rockets, right? They're built to beat. Everybody out west, except the Lakers. I mean, and the Lake. The, the thing about the Lakers is that when they play the Clippers, is you there's so much pressure on LeBron and Anthony Davis. Just so, like, I mean, so I mean, they both have to score like they have to score combined seventy points, and uh, you know that's that's gonna be hard. Um, and, you know, what I've always found about LeBron James, and I think you can look back forever, is that LeBron is at his worst when you make him work. It's players who make him work on both ends of the floor. He just is not – he ends up with his numbers, but his efficiency and, and how everybody else plays really drops. The Iguodala's of the world, um, and I think is a – The kiss is blown? Yeah, of, of course. Yeah, I just but I mean play, players players like that and Kawhi. Kawhi's the other. I mean, you look at the guys he's lost to. It's guys like that. So that's I agree. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could. I would love to watch a seven game series of that, but I, I have a feeling that one of those. Like I, I've, 
I don't know. I just said that the rocket, that the Clippers were meant to beat the Rockets, but the Rockets are meant are like are like the Eagles that won the Super Bowl a few years ago. It's like we're counting on getting hot. We get hot. I don't think anybody beats us. They sacrificed the entire, the entire integrity of that team. Yes, to play one way. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's good. I mean they, you haven't really. We're seen so than they had in the past. Even like they they tripled down on that. So. Yeah, I mean, adding, I mean, it's a, like Robert Covington is, is Jack, we both know is Jack and Hyde. Yeah. Um, so if you get good, Bob, that's a tough team to beat. Um, it is. Because, it, it, and we'll, we'll go into this for a second, which is like, you know, the small ball thing has basically what it, to me, what it says is like, um, yeah, your center can score 40. But he's going to wear out. He can't run it up and down the court enough. He's going to just wear down. And, like, that's that's their strategy. It's like, yeah, if we play Gobert or, or Jokic or whatever, yeah, they're going to get the – they're going to have their stats and stuff, but they're just going to wear down. And I, I don't know whether that holds. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it was a bad move. But I just – in general – like, I mean, it's it's my argument for if the Sixers have to trade a player, you trade Embiid and not Simmons because nobody seems to be able to win with a center. Because when you play that strategy of go ahead and get your 40, but we're going to run up and down the court, I, I don't know how that works. No one's able to win with an, with an offensive center. Yeah, well, even a defensive center like Gobert. I mean, like... Who, like uh, well, I'm, just, I'm just getting it. So you, you thought the gamble getting rid of Capella for, for Covington was right? There, there had to be something more to that. I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, th- I, 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 I don't. Th- yeah, the answer to that is yes, because okay. I think with Capella, it's just the same shit. And I think with Covington, they're just like we're all in. You're like, if you want well, to, and, and keep keep in mind that's you know after getting rid of you know swapping Chris Paul and, and bringing in Westbrook and all that because they were Chris Paul healthy away from going to the finals most or the the conference finals. Yeah, but I, I was surprised they didn't bring in, like, I think there were, I forget, there were a few big guys, like Noah, like Joachim Noah. Like, I thought, like, that's a perfect guy for that squad to have on the end of the bench. You know, if you don't have a big guy and you're like, all right, we're getting destroyed by Anthony Davis. Noah, go out there and give us for 12 minutes and shove him around. You know, like, I, that's that's actually the, the thing about their I think you roster. had to give up a first-round pick as well, if I remember. I'm trying to look it up. For Noah? No, no. In, in, to, oh, to, in, I mean, that, 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 that trade was about small ball. That trade was about... But then they also mortgage. Yeah, it's, I, I, I was very disgusted. Again, a first-round pick after 20 is meaningless. It's a second-round pick. You know what I mean? Like, the, the drop-off in the, in the NBA See, talent some, is... I mean, what was Giannis, like, two picks from being not lottery? Or was yeah, not but, lottery? but again, I mean, it's about 17 where it really falls it, off. Where where you get almost as many hits in the second round as you do. Although although, in the although first we will round. say and we will say Mike the 2020-2021-2022 drafts are probably the most valuable late first round picks of anyone's lifetime. We don't know. I mean we don't. I mean if, if you're going to have to draft people that literally haven't have played. Yes, I think you're more likely to hit. But that you, you know these guys are. We'll see what happens because they're going to run the damn G League and you know that we don't know. We don't, we don't, we don't, but I understand what you're saying. I just, I, I, I but my uh, point I more about, about, 
But the, the idea of we get, like, against the Lakers, we get that we have nobody for Anthony Davis. But we're saying is he's going to get tired. He's, you know, he's going to get his points. He's, but, he you know, a big guy has to work to get points. It just takes more effort. And they're going to have to schlep up and down the floor. And they just wear out. And I, I think there's a lot to be said for that. It's kind of a little bit, you know, the Celtics can do it. Um the Raptors do it without Gasol. Um, you know, I think they're now on a news urgent nude break on the DKNG ticker at 702 right now. Announced it is no oh, never mind. Voluntary delist its private placement warrants to purchase shares of DraftKings combination stock under the warrant agreement, blah blah blah. Nothing too fun. Resume, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I'm just again, I'm just uh I'm just walking through the you know the the thinking through the like the Rockets and that strategy it, because it hurts me because I, I watched a few games you know Utah I forget I think I saw Utah play Houston where it's like okay Gobert's out there should be dominating he's just they're just like running up the court too much or like yeah if you slow down and you get him in the post he, he has a mismatch and he's going to shoot slightly higher percentage than he normally does for a few quarters but but even the rim protection on defense, if you just stand him down there, and you know he's, his matchup is is uh, PJ Tucker, what does he do? You 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 play zone, and then they pick you apart in zone, um, and they you know because they can they have a couple guys who can take that eight foot uh, jumper where he can't contest, and and there's nobody to get there. Um, and if you if he steps up, you've got, I mean, it's just a it's a gamble. Like, I mean, it's 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 it, it's it's like I think the NBA is going to have to change their rules, um, because if not, I think everybody's going to go that direction. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I just don't think the value of a seven foot guy. Um, it only has value now because everybody hasn't gone the other way. I think everybody would rather play a guy closer to, you know, Anthony Davis at center, uh, even like Siakam, Horford, you know, guys 6'8", 6'10", who are in better shape, who have longer arms, not these 7'2 guys. I think, they're, I think they, their conditioning is not good. Um, I mean, when's, when's the last time a big center won a title? I mean, my problem with that is just that Clint Capella was 6'10". Like, he's he's what I liked in that role. Oh, I understand. I understand what you're saying. But, but yeah, I get what you're but, saying. But what, they're, what they're saying is is that you, we, we need somebody at center who can shoot the three. Yeah. That's, they, they weren't, they didn't want a guy because Clint Capelk, it is just not, um, yeah, he, he, you need a guy who has a jumper. And they were just like, all right, well, you know, we can't get one of the guys who has a real jumper. So we're just like, uh, you know, P.J. Tucker gives people problems. I think it's harder to shoot over somebody who has good footwork and positioning than people give a credit for. You know, just being six inches taller doesn't make it a layup. Agreed. Um, and, and, you know, you know, you look at Gobert and Embiid specifically, like, they're very mechanic, methodical, mechanical, the way they move. So they don't have a lot of touch. Um, and, you know... But I don't know who are the other good centers in the league. Uh, you know, you you can look at like the Pacers. The Pacers are trying to get rid of Miles Turner. They're not, you know, they're they're trying to place a bonus at center. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. 
I don't I don't see a team out there. I just yeah, I think the Rockets went a little far with it, but but I, I see what you're saying. I just I don't I don't think it'll go well for them in the West right now. Yeah, I, but I, to me, it's like that mental thing of 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 you know thinking about that. It's like all right, we're willing to give it up on one side because we think. Oh, yeah. oh and they, and they don't it, don't get me wrong. They brought in you, you nailed it with PJ Tucker. You know they brought in who they bring in Damari Carroll. They have Jeff Green. They brought in a bunch of those mid range guys that just would make someone like LeBron angry. Yeah, but it's even beyond. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, you come. Yeah, all those guys. I and mean, I love Demar. Yeah. Demar Carroll. Demar Carroll is just a pa- yeah. He's, he's an underperforming. You know, he he can turn into a monster in minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, but you know, uh, my issue was why not have a guy on the like specifically Yoki No end of the bench. We we're only calling you in for specific situations. Yeah, Cousins, I mean, they, they did that with Tyson Chandler in the past. So why they wouldn't do that? You know, understand yeah, that. I'm assuming with the with the extended roster now, maybe they will add somebody like that. But um, yeah, I, I I don't I that's but I, especially in this kind of restarted, we you know we you don't have time to ramp it up. That could fuck people. It's it's like I really think the the Rockets are a hot or cold type of thing. Which it's like I don't think they get. to I don't the think they can stay point. hot for three rounds. Uh, no, well, I meant more of the idea that this, their strategy of just running and gunning, that teams aren't prepared for it this, in this restart of that. It just gives people more trouble than if they had been playing for a few months and were in, you know, in mid-season form. Uh, Or for all we know, everyone's a little bit, uh, a little bit shaky shooting with actual defenders and, you know, there's the couple centers have a throwback you know, to a decade before for a couple days while people adjust. Who knows? The, the other part is, as you mentioned at the very beginning, which is the officiating. Yeah. Which is with, with, with Embiid, that, I mean, that, that'll, that dictates how far the Sixers go. Is if you call fouls against the opponent's centers. Mind um, you, no fans, so you're going to hear every foul. Yeah. I mean, like. I mean, that's what, to me, that's what determined actually the last few Sixers season losses in the in the in the playoffs is that Embiid did not get calls. Um, I mean, he did get calls in certain games, but like I don't think he got two years ago against Boston. I thought that was uh, I mean, they admitted it was a bunch of bullshit. There was multiple games where he didn't get calls at the end of the game. And I thought there was one specific game against Toronto. They put the report out. Yeah, that was horrible. The last two weeks. Yeah, but I'm yeah, but I'm talking in Toronto. They mugged him the whole game, and it was like, all right, if you're not going to call this, we can't win. You know, we have to take him off the floor. If you can just shove him five feet away, you know, you know, it was Gasol and somebody else. They were just they were just shoving him, and it's like, okay, I mean, so that you know, the officiating on those guys has a lot to do with it because you know, Embiid needs to get to the gets the needs to get to the line. That's the difference between him and Gobert. Is like Gobert. You know, there's a lot of differences between him and Gobert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's far superior. I mean, I again, the idea that Rudy Gobert is like up there in Defensive Player of the Year, it's just the fact that people like blocks. That's not defense. Um, you're half the time you're getting beat or you're not in the right spot. You just happen to be tall and get between the basket. That's not. That's not defense. Um, you know, I I will. I will stick by my guns. That that, I mean, Ben Simmons better be all defense. Uh, be better be on the all defensive team. Um, Who would they give it to over him? 
I mean, they could just go like old school and give it to like Kawhi or somebody like that, or you know. Oh, they don't do a pos- yeah. I guess they don't do it positionally. I think they do. Well, it depends on what, what position has been said. It's, I mean, if they're saying point guard, yeah. I mean, point guard, I can't imagine. They're not going to Pat Beverly or anyone like that. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, yeah, it's, just... it's staying with him. If, it, if they if they did it like it, it could be two guards, two forwards, one set. I don't know what they do anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, you know, I have my uh, my feelings on Ben Simmons as a player, but his defense was just honestly different level, especially when Embiid was out, um, and uh, you know that was. It was it was on a different level. I, I I can't get over the fact that we let Jimmy Butler go and fucking kept Tobias Harris. I'm just anytime I look at the uh, 30, yeah. 32 mil or whatever. I mean, we paid him basically the same money. That's, like, that, that's what it, that's what it was for me that was mad at the end. If they got it like an eight million discount, which I thought they were going to get, I thought they were going to get Tobias for like ten million less. And I said that'd be kind of savvy. I understand the value of having that extra money with where our team's strapped. But then, the, then to pay that thirty million. Uh, yeah, I mean, then then the, the the added, you know, well, then we went out and we just got Horford. It's like, what, yeah. what league? You, well, I mean, I, Horford was was with the playoffs in mind, with with Embiid matchups in mind. I mean, Josh Richardson. I mean, he's I that him. guy who's like, you don't know, you know. You no, never but that's why I also love him. Yeah, I mean, he could come out and you'd be like, whoa, there's well, the guy. You don't count on him. You don't really count on him to score. He, yeah, I forget what game he – it might have been, like, the Lakers or one of those games. I'm sure like, that – yeah, it's like, 28 points and shot, like – 16 in the first quarter and then continued in the second half or something like that. Had a, had a crazy game where he was the only one scoring to start. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm listen, I'm I'm excited for basketball because I'm I've just missed it, and I kind of forget how much I love it because of how much the Sixers tortured me and how high the expectations were. I'm kind of like, I think that's why, you I know, like it all the, being home court and us going to games and, you know, now their biggest advantage seemingly is gone. Yeah. Yeah. The expectations are down and it's like, I mean, you know, it's Simmons back and you're like, Oh, you know, that shake Milton kid, you know, <laughs> Whoa, you know, that, that, that's, I mean, that's why, you know, if they lose and beat, it's like that shake Milton, um, you know, Tobias, uh, Ben, Horford, uh, well, I'm missing somebody's lineup, but the, that 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 Richardson, that lineup is kind of scary. I mean, anytime you play Ben Simmons at power forward, it's it's a scary lineup. Yeah, I and mean, that's, that's more of that. Yeah, that, that, that's that's my opinion, and it's just the way it is. So what? Okay, so we've covered pretty much it all. Yep. Give me one to wrap up. Give me one thought on like just something wacky you think can happen. That will could you know just an off the wall. I mean, I have I have to. to I'm kicking this to you because I'm going to be able to think of mine while you think of yours. Of like, what is, what know, is the question? Oh, something wacky. Well, well, something wacky that's going to you think you know it's in the realm of possibility that could happen that just upends this. And I'm not talking about like, hey, you know, all team gets COVID because that's you know. Well, they could be that. I mean, it's, the COVID play. The COVID take I have is what happens when someone tests. When someone tests, which isn't like the worst thing in the world for life, whatever, but they test positive during halftime. I don't think they test them in the half. Wait, hold on. Where did I see how often they test them? There was something on here where it was like extremely lots of bounce, like that they're. So you, uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think. I mean, I think they test them before games, but not in the middle. That seems. I mean, I to me the, the like along those lines would be like, what happens if somebody tests positive before a game seven in the finals? You know, it's 
whatever, pick your two teams, but whatever, you know. I guess, we're, yeah, we're, I mean, response to COVID, if it should occur. Um, other I than that, I mean. Mine is on a, a jam. Let me, get, let me look at the teams real quick. I'll give you one for me, which is an absolute jailbreak from the bubble, where it comes out that, like, <clears throat> you know, seven players, like, went to a strip club in Tampa, here's all the tape. For the listeners, we don't think all basketball players want to do is go to strip clubs. No, I'm just using <laughs> yeah. that because it's salacious. And it, and it wouldn't, you know, if you had seven players who went to a restaurant in, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, it's, it's funny. I lived in Orlando and I, I Dr. Phillips section of Orlando. And, you know, don't, I just don't, don't think of marijuana in the NBA anymore, right? Not during this bubble, which I think is a good idea. All right. I don't, well, think, I don't think they should drug test, period. Yeah. Um, so then, then that'll be there. You go. Some someone's gonna get. That'll be that'll be fun. What happens when a player gets caught smoking bud? It gets out. I mean, it would have to be. It would. Have Are you gonna to, penalize? I think anything is. Are you gonna to penalize be the black man for the devil's lettuce when all over America they're smoking it yeah, in the I bubble it, at the I NBA it, finals? I think it has to be visual proof. Like that's why I'm saying. No, the same no, no, I'm thing. saying there there is visual proof. If there's visual proof of a this player smoking to weed, he's gonna get he's gonna get suspended. He's gonna get suspended. Why? Because they're gonna say literally, if you were you, you were letting you smoke weed, do you, yeah. you have to be dumb enough to get get caught on camera? That's what you're being suspended for being dumb enough to get caught on camera. But I mean, on camera, theoretically, you don't see him break it up. It's just a joint. So, I, I mean, again, I, it's you don't a, get arrested. You just see it on camera, like that. I think that's going to happen, by the way. That will happen. They're not going to be able to put teams in a bubble for six weeks in this marijuana culture we have. And no, just, I think it's more, I mean, it's not about smoking weed. It's that, it's that there's not, there's not going to, there's no, what you call it. There's no uh, entourage. So, like, so they're literally, gonna be, yeah. I mean, it, it'll get out. I mean, that, I'll, that, I'll make that, that bet. Give me some plus. I mean, that's, that's video down. Evidence. Video evidence of an NBA player smoking weed from within the bubble or outside right, right. the bubble. I mean, what odds do you want? Because I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you some action on that. Does not happen. Okay, let me find a find a number we can come up with. You're, you know, you're... I, 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 yeah, I was gonna say I think the idea of just conspiracy, like utilizing like whatever to try to sabotage another team, is oh, is... we're gonna get some Bill Belichick action. Yeah, like, like, what if somebody Good. tries oh. to give LeBron COVID? Like, you know, and like, here's a COVID Slurpee, and you know, like the the Jordan pizza. It's, it's that's why I'm saying, like, if it's a game seven type thing, it's like, oh, okay, the Sixers are playing the Lakers game seven of the finals. I'm giving COVID pizza to LeBron. He's gonna live. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I'd do it. No, I'm, I'm just going more teams. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think not not just even COVID, but you you're staying in these hotel. I mean, is, is there a player fight? Fuck, fuck the marijuana bit. We'll do oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, is that's there going a good to be one. a fight? Yeah, that's that's a good one. I think Houston that's more OKC likely. Are than... sharing Houston and OKC are sharing hotel. I think that's more likely than 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 the marijuana thing because oh, I, I think they're both. I think the I think getting into a fight might be closer to not even having to give me plus odds. Marijuana, I'd need a couple hundred. Well, again, it's 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 the it's the video evidence. It's the fact that like the fight would be in the hotel. Yeah. Oh my God, you could have a a hotel fight that isn't beating a woman for once with basketball players and football players and athletes in oh, general. Yeah. I mean, and and like there's, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you just. I mean, you would assume there's a lot of security there, so there would be because to keep people out. So you would assume that the security could be there to break it up. But ooh, Mike, 
I know this is, let's not get as, it's not going to be left versus right as much um, overall in the NBA, but you're going to have some people who want their six feet maintained in masks and other players who don't give a shit. And that's going to be hilarious. Tension. Yeah, or like social I said, tension. Like, I think, the, the, I think there's going to be a fight. I'm talking myself into it. Someone's going to at least shove someone on camera. And yeah. for the Jimmy Butler, Russell Brest, Westbrook, uh, like, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't yeah. think of things, but those two, like Jimmy Butler is, is like number one. He's not candidate. Down. He's not stepping down. No, and like, and if you put him in a situation where they got to round two, they lost two games in a row. He missed a game-winning shot, and now he's in the same hotel as the guy who fouled him on yeah. the, you know, exactly on the on the last shot, and they walk by each other, and Jim Jim Bugs is not, you know, and the and then then the point of the video is like, okay, somebody who works there is going to be like, oh, I'm taking video of this, like, you know, I I could see how if you you know, I feel like somebody taking video of somebody smoking weed is invading those those hotels. And the surrounding areas are blanketed in cameras right now. There is so much money to be made. Come on. Yeah, but I, I, th- I think that's why they call it a bubble. That's why, I mean, again, I don't know. I'm not saying legal like, cameras either, by the no, way. No, no, I know. Well, I'm, but I mean, you have to get access to this, this stuff. Like, I, that's why I just don't know what they're going to let these guys do on their days off. Like, I really don't. Like, I mean, they can't go anywhere. Like, that's the whole point of the bubble. Like, I mean, you can go to the, you know, those, 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 and like, that's why I picked Vegas instead of Disney, because those hotels are not the level of, of a, you know, of a casino in Las Vegas. They don't have as many restaurants or activities or, you know, I don't, I mean, they're going to play cards a lot. That's another place that there could be a big fight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another. Like that. Oh, and that would be another great video to come out, like a high-stakes whatever card game. I know they don't really play poker, but whatever. I'm sure that's going to be yeah. – oh, yeah, that's another reason for a fight. You'll get your, yeah, you'll get your uh, Gilbert Arenas, Jarvis Crittenton round two. What was the other one? Uh, oh, when Deshaun Jackson and Meek were beefing before Lil Snoop died. Yeah, that was uh, – you do get those instances all the time. Could be uh, – I, yeah, I think the more we're talking about it, I try – and I, I apologize because, you know, everyone has different tastes. That doesn't mean anything about you. But I trash shows like uh, Big Brother, The Bachelor, stuff that everyone actually enjoys as garbage content. I think if you made a TV, like just the video of this is 100% the reality content I crave. I hear Well, I mean, it's weird because I like Big Brother and none of the you, other no, things. Well, I like Big Brother. It's like because there is tragedy and, and well, the last few seasons, they not kind of thrown out the yeah, window. Not, it's been 20 years of hating, so we're... we're well, no, no. Again, I didn't watch it at first, and then I woke, was tricked into it one year, and I was like, wow, this is actually has some unique strategy. But, uh, but like, if you were allowed, like, if that was promoted here, you know what I mean? That's kind of those, those things. They promote people fucking with people. And, like, here, I don't think the NBA is really going to shine a good light on it if somebody's, like, messing with somebody's food or... But I, you know what, I think... So I much think is going to happen. I think a fight, yeah, I think there's going to be a big fight, and I think you, I think, I think a fight's minus odds. We've talked me into yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I think I think a fight, and, I, and it's not going to be over the game. It's going to be over money or pussy, like it always is. So, like, pussy is hard because, you know, we don't, you know, unless they're no, just it's gonna, bringing it's drama in. It's not going to be over money or pussy. It's it be, is. Oh, okay, go ahead. It's no, going to be over... It, I would put disrespect ahead of both of those. 
perceived well, disrespect. Well, they, but even with money, it's like about the disrespect relating. Because to me, no, no, I'm saying it's not going to have anything. I'm going to say someone is going to drink because you're bored. Someone's going to smoke. Someone's going to roll in and pop off at the mouth without having to do anything with money or pussy. Because you have the, the reason I say money is because they're going to gamble and like they get if you gamble, like you're, you're saying the saying, fight's going to break out during a and a gambling exchange, which but, is, or or it'll be about that. Like if you play cards with somebody and somebody loses for six weeks straight, think how much money they're going to lose, and think of you know again somebody rubbing it in. While I think you you're right. Pay. I think there's a fight. I think there's a fight in the first week. Like I, I get where you're at. You're, you could be right. But the more and more I think about all of these teams, the hotels, how it's split up, and the 40 to, what do you have, 15? I don't think it's the first week. I think everybody's kumbaya the first week. I, I don't think the fights start till the playoffs start. I don't, I don't think, I don't think the, the tensions are going to rise. Teams with nothing to lose, some people taking cheap shots. I don't know, man. It'll be fun. I, I just, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I just think that that's, like... There think of the Sixers' that... damn hotel between Chris Paul and the Rockets, OKC, and Bede's in that hotel with Westbrook. Come on! Right. Well, that's why I'm saying once the playoffs start. Like, I really but do think that ever— season B, they might have fun and play it up, and then it turns into something real because they both have uh, huge character flaws in how personal I, they think. I absolutely agree. I just think that there's going to be, like, this—, this honeymoon period that's that's why i'm saying it's like i'm not i agree with you on 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 that stuff i think it's going to be gambling um you know i think that's um uh you know i maybe it depends it just depends the young guys it'll be about this hold on is durant is durant traveling because if he's in that hotel with harden well Kyrie says he's going which is another i mean if you're just there to stir the shit that 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 hotel oh my god I feel hard, and I feel just horrible for the uh, for the foreigners in Dallas. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I mean, yeah. The OKC, the Rockets, the Sixers, and the Nets, all who have shit. Job, Job Moran, who's come out crazy on BLM. On, on, I support all of it, but uh, oh my gosh! And then you have Orlando in Orlando, who knows everywhere to sneak out in their hotel with those teams. Yeah, I mean, if that's you could, underplayed. You the fact that Orlando is in there to help help those other teams if they should oh. like to. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think you're way under under uh, valuing yeah. how, that it's going to be hard to sneak out. Like, I, especially early. I, I like anything else. I think fatigue will wear in. I think they're going to be on high alert initially, but come six weeks in, like if you're working in the bubble and someone offers you half your half your pay for the year to uh, skedaddle to walk out. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think on. that. I don't <laughs> think the guy does that. I don't think the NBA players do that week one, right? I I, and I think they do, but I I think it's betting wise I wouldn't bet on it. I just I mean looking at the schedule, the fact that the I'm saying we one of games by the way, which means they've already been there for how long? Yeah. I'm I'm saying like right people. You're probably right about right before the playoffs, like like yeah, early August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it takes forever. I mean, we're talking about the, the playoffs. Sure, don't sure. When they're not six weeks games yet, they might be able to avoid all this. Although well, I think the gambling. Again, I think there'll be a honeymoon period where they're like, well, I'm going to be good. I can deal with this. Whatever. I just think the first time two guys get off a basketball court and have to pass each other in the hotel and in every common area, see some player from that team most likely because you got you know ten to fifteen players. Yeah, I think it's I, again. I think it's going to take a little while. I think it's just like and the hotels aren't huge. I mean, that's the other thing. Like you said with Vegas, it could have been a lot more. I mean, they're not small, but they're not Vegas. They're not like I mean, Vegas are like you know, they're they're you know, it takes you fifteen minutes to walk from your hotel to the to the restaurant. It's not that type of. 
Uh, well, I mean, you, the amount of penthouses you could give the teams over there as well, but... Yeah, that was... I thought they were going to use Disney World because they had a lot more options of, of housing. Like, they have, like, condos and houses and stuff there that they could have used. And that's that's why I'm surprised they went with... I mean, I, I think basically the... the it's just the, weird that... So they're in a bubble, but all the their hotels are, like, a mile away from the parks that aren't bubbled? Yeah, I mean, but I, again, I've spent a lot of time in the Disney World, and it's... Uh, it's very well monitored and segregated and it's going to be hard um, for it's certainly going to be really hard for somebody to get in. Um, you know, like you said, getting out, it's just a matter of money. Um, and I think I, I what I project is that right before the playoffs, when kind of they're everything's been decided that last week and most of the games don't matter, the guys will start saying to themselves, well, playoffs are coming. Let's sneak out now before the playoffs. And, you know, because even if something happens, so we'll miss a game of the playoffs. And that, Well, that's why I think they sneak out after, like, the first couple games. So they say, oh, we'll get, to, you know, we'll miss a game or two and we'll even be the playoffs. Yeah, we're thinking the same time. It's just it's the idea of the number of weeks. That is in, like, four and a half, five weeks. So yeah, you're going to put day, three weeks every day together. Yeah, they're sneaking out that first week of the season, by, by, by certainly before the playoffs start. You'll have players sneaking out. You'll also have a fight. I'll take plus three fifty on marijuana before the playoffs start. Yeah, I think that's that's a that's a hey, well, again a video evidence before the before the playoffs starts. I probably I don't like taking I don't like laying odds like that, or I would bet it. But if I were hey. actually going to bet, I would take the the the, the yeah. not on that because I, I just think the NBA is going to just be like and you, and for, you do you know you're super helped out from the flack of people you know fans filming it. I just think someone will do a, uh, a FaceTime or something to another player. Well, if you made it this far, maybe you're willing to go a little farther. Now, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, me and Jake had a lot of fun recording this. As a matter of fact, we went on another 45 minutes as we got into some issues about Kyrie Irving and the uh, phone call he did with all the players and how that all that information got disseminated and how Shams was on the call and all that other shit. I may put that out as a bonus episode at some point. And uh, I think we're going to be back next week doing something called an ode to DFS. There've been so many changes and so many people moving around and leaving the industry that uh, I think we're going to just take a look back at a, at a simpler time when, when shit was fun. So thanks for listening and I hope you'll come again.